What's up, Mutiny Radio listeners? It is high noon on a Wednesday. I don't know what the day is. 17th. It's the 17th of October. Welcome to the AltaCast. Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, is on her way. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, hanging out. Making bad decisions with you every Tuesday night before Wednesday when I come here. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. It wasn't... Uh, I, last night, was a little too heavy-handed with the feminist comedy. Didn't get as many laughs as I was hoping for because alienated my audience right out the bat. Found out what they liked and then made fun of them for it. Not the best way to engender yourself to a room full of strangers. But I tried it and doesn't work. Doesn't work for me. I know a lot of comedians that um, kind of nag their audience when they start out. And they're like, I'm better than this place or... You guys are so lucky to have me because I'm so awesome kind of thing. I can never really pass that. I can never, like, pass that off. Like, it never really works. So I opened last night with the set before me. They had been talking about reggae music, and everyone was like, yeah, we love reggae. So I got up, and I was like, you guys like reggae, huh? Right? Like, get up, stand up. Get up and stand up and turn that shit off. Are you still going through your Bob Marley phase? Come on. They did not like that. And then I, I don't know, I, it just didn't work from there on out. Yay! Welcome to the AltaCast. I wasn't here last week, and I feel terrible about it, and it was my birthday, and I felt terrible about that too, and LaToya showed up, but I didn't show up because I was in urgent care. Yes, I was in urgent care getting my hand x-rayed. Thank you, San Francisco General. Lovely place, lovely people. Great magazines. Uh, not No Wi-Fi, but that's okay. Uh, I not My hand is not broken, thank goodness. Uh, it still hurts quite a bit, though, but not broken, says the x-rays. I couldn't believe it. I was like, how could it hurt this badly if it's not broken? Like, that blows my mind that it, <laughs> it wasn't broken. I was like, it hurts so much it hurts so it still hurts i just couldn't believe it wasn't broken now i can i'm like okay it's definitely not broken i mean i can open and close it i have like no strength in it right now but i mean i can at least you know maneuver it around so i punched the concrete i had a little tumble down in chinatown my dad emailed me and said lay off the booze pam and that's true i was boozed out i was um the usual problem on a Tuesday night, five IPAs, no dinner. And that does not work for me. <laughs> I need to eat, but I didn't again last night. All I ate was uh, really delicious pot fudge. And uh, that did not help my situation. But last night I didn't fall down. This was last week. And I uh, fell down and just all my weight landed on my hand. So I like kind of punched the concrete. When I went into the hospital, they said, did you punch something? Like, cause it's that, it's a very common break for, um, boxers and people that are getting fights, but no, it was, I didn't punch any person. I punched the concrete and it's my left hand. You punch with your right, silly, I guess, unless they're left-handed. Also, I've never really been able to get in a fight because I'm totally afraid of getting arrested. Fear works for me. Also, I mean, I have to be, I mean. You're, we're not we're not supposed to hit people remember 
<laughs> society says hitting people bad. So that's how I feel about that. But I, I hit myself. I, I hit myself on the concrete. So everything's fine. I'm fine. But big apologies when LaToya gets here that I was not able to be here because she brought me stuff for my birthday too which was really sweet sweet because um it was a really depressing week when and we i'm sure when latoya gets here we'll talk about it but i mean i am a, just such a baby because i you know i just i feel like birthdays are the one day a year where people can unabashedly celebrate you and uh I just didn't really get celebrated and I it it made me butt hurt a, a little a lot. And and I have my own issues around birthdays anyways and I I shouldn't lay those on other people. I have a lot of issues around birthdays. I have a lot of issues in general with but a lot it all comes down to the um the idea of recognition and celebration and um acknowledgement. And you know, I don't know I have to do some, maybe some, God forbid, therapy and figure out, you know, what has happened to me in my youth where I still crave the acknowledgement from, of other people, of who I am and what I'm doing and how I'm doing, et cetera. And I don't know if that's just like a, all humans seek to be acknowledged. And I don't think, do they? Is it, is it like a hidden need that we all have or is this just something that I've kind of made up? Hey, give me a call, 415-550-0511. Do you feel the need to be acknowledged? And if so, how do you get that? And people are like, well, it's that old age old, you have to love yourself and until you love yourself, other people can't get the opportunity to do that. And I'm like, how, I mean, you can't, I find it impossible to like provide your, your own self-acknowledgement like I'm doing okay like what do you do you stand in the mirror and say like I'm good enough I'm smart enough and gosh darn it people like me because I feel like a lot of times that that's that's a lie I feel like I'm not a very likable person and I try to be likable and then people say you can't try to be likable that's like being in the front row and w raising your hand and being like pick me pick me I know the answer but like because no one likes to know it all uh it's it's also confusing. And then I think I'm being such a baby. Like there's people that don't have food and don't have hot and cold running water and don't have bathrooms. Like and there's even people can't throw their toilet paper in the in the toilet. That is so mind blowing to me that we're so fancy in the United States that our sewer system accepts toilet paper unconditionally. And who knows what else? God flushing remotes down the toilet and where are they going also can a fish survive if you flushed a fish i mean they wouldn't be able to breathe the water i guess i don't know deep thoughts why do babies pants have pockets huh what are they gonna put in the pockets for babies doing jokes for you guys here in the altacast waiting for latoya i mean i guess i could play some music or find out what's going on in the world. I honestly have no idea. I just wait for LaToya because I just can't even, you know? I just can't even pay attention. Um, I, I really can't to the world. It's too scary and makes me too sad. And I mean, 
And I don't know if it's just me or that I'm having my period or that Kavanaugh is a Supreme Court justice, but I've been on like the verge of tears for like a week. It's crazy. I mean, is this, I'm going to type in Mercury in retrograde. <laughs> I mean, is it? Um, because I, I've been Mercury in retrograde 2018. What is Mercury in retrograde? Yeah, let's find out. Because people, I always say it, but I really don't know what it means. You know what I mean? Mercury retrograde begins on November 17th. So it is not in retrograde right now. Learn what Mercury in retrograde is and how it can affect your everyday life. Hell yeah. We are all influenced by the effect of Mercury in retrograde. Due to the way our own orbit interacts with those of other planets, they might sometimes appear to be traveling backward through the night sky with respect to the zodiac. This is, in fact, an illusion, which we call apparent retrograde motion. Several times a year, it appears as if Mercury is going backward. These times, in particular, were traditionally associated with confusions, delay, and frustration. Perhaps Mercury's retrograde periods can cause our plans to go awry. However, this is an excellent time to reflect on the past. It's said that intuition is high during these periods and coincidences can be extraordinary. Mercury in retrograde 2018 is March 23rd to April 15th, right before taxes. That was awful. July 26th to August 19th. November 17th to December 6th. What to do when Mercury's in retrograde? The planet Mercury rules communication, travel, contracts, automobiles, and such. So when Mercury's in retrograde, remain flexible, allow extra time for travel, and avoid signing contracts. Review projects and plans at these times, but wait until Mercury is direct again to make any final decisions. About a week or two before Mercury retrogrades, finish any tasks or projects at hand. You can't stop your life, but plan ahead, have backup plans, and be prepared for angrier people and miscommunication. Some people blame Mercury retrograde for bad things that happen in their lives. Instead, take this time to sit back and review where you put your energy in your life. For example, if family and faith are important to you, are you putting your energies there or just overextended in other areas? Take a moment to reflect. Mercury in retrograde can be an excellent time to take a step back and reanalyze who you are and what you're doing. But do refrain from making any drastic changes until after retrograde has ended. I love reading out loud. <laughs> I I love it. It's, I'm looking, I mean, and I can see from far away. It's good. Like this is the right size. I can't see close up anymore because my eyes are degenerating, ocular degeneration with age. Like my eyes are in retrograde, but boy, is it fun to read like out loud. I, I don't think a lot of people, I don't think we train children to do this anymore. And it makes me sad. Mercury and you. Let's, uh, let's see Mercury retrograde with the Zodiac signs. When Mercury is in retrograde, its influence depends on which of the 12 zodiac signs the planet is in when it goes to retrograde. Below, take a brief look at what to expect. Okay, we're going to look at, because I am selfish, Libra, September 23rd through October 22nd. Accept your physical attributes. Do not have a makeover. Indecision reigns, so limit purchases or risk returning them. Libra representing beauty, grace, charm, and diplomacy is out of balance. Refresh, relax, and rejuvenate. All right. That, that doesn't help me very much. I don't believe in makeovers. I don't believe in wearing makeup. I think that 
we've all, I, I can only speak for California women. I can't even say American because I've only lived in California all my life. But we've all bought in to cosmetics. Why are we wearing makeup? For what? For what purpose? So that everyone else thinks we look better or different or like what's wrong with the way that we look that we have to spend a lot of money to augment it. I, I just don't. I just don't deal with it. And purchasing things. I haven't bought anything in... I mean, I buy food and alcohol. That's about it. What else do I buy? I mean, plane tickets. <laughs> plane tickets, food and alcohol. Even when I'm in other countries, the only thing we buy are food and alcohol. So... I, I mean, I don't, I don't even, I wouldn't even, we didn't even know what to purchase. This is very funny. We have an amazing kitten now and he's the cutest. And so we got this cat pack. It's a backpack with a bubble. And so you can take your cat everywhere, which is awesome. And we ordered it from Amazon. So I got these two, I got $40 worth of Amazon gift cards because I did this thing and it was like a, and I've had them for months because I don't even know what to buy. Like I had $43 to get delivered to wherever of whatever I wanted and I have no idea I saved them for months and then I was like oh, we'll get the cat pack so we got the cat pack yeah anyways from Amazon so we fi I finally bought something I don't know what else to buy like I just don't even know I don't know what I don't know I don't understand like how I'm a terrible American because I don't buy things and, and how they but they how they snowed us all like We've all bought into this American dream kind of idea. And I feel like the, the cell phones, I don't want to, I don't want to lord it over people, but I didn't get, I didn't get a text from the president on that day. And that's because I have a dumb phone and I'm so happy that the tendrils haven't reached that far into my brain and I'm scared people keep saying you gotta got a smartphone you gotta why don't you have a tiny computer in your pocket what's wrong with you I really don't want to make the leap to having a tiny computer in my pocket I I don't want to become so dependent upon a device and I don't want to have access to Facebook all the time because honestly I try to use it for promotions just not that effective but all Facebook does is make me feel bad about myself. It's like keeping teenage self alive and caring what other people say or think. It's the internet isn't real. I mean, I guess it is real. I guess that that's something that we're sort of grappling with is how much of a life is lived online. And then, oh my God, I watched that movie Ready Player One when I was on the plane and I was like, this is the future people could actually live like in this virtual reality space. And the, I guess the message at the end of that movie was, now we closed it down on Tuesdays and Thursdays so people can have a real life. Woman in And um, isn't that, close it down. I mean, I don't know, I'm afraid of the future. I mean, like this, I feel like this old woman in this, and I'm, I'm no, I don't have a young body anymore. It's a 44-year-old body, which is scary. Although at the hospital last week when I got all my stuff done, they said that I'm ridiculously healthy. My blood pressure is 113 over 69, which is like perfect. And I, my weight is like, I'm like 
in my range, like perfectly, like at the, kind of at the low end of my range. I'm five five and I weigh 123 pounds. It's pretty damn healthy. Um, and I quit smoking almost three months ago. So what would I do? I'm gonna break my arm, pat myself on the back. Oh boy. It wasn't that hard, honestly. I haven't, I don't want to be like a bitch about it, but I hate using that word too now because now I feel like a misogynist. Um, I don't want to lord it over people's heads who have a difficult time quitting cigarettes, but you just have to want to quit. I mean, I wasn't ready until I was ready. And then all of a sudden I was like ready. And, and it is partially financial. Definitely. It is definitely partially financial, but then the rest of it's vanity. I just, it's pure vanity. <laughs> I'm so vain. I'm the vainest person that doesn't wear makeup. Okay. Latoya, get here, Latoya. It's my scream of needing help. Uh, let's look at, oh, this was from the old Farmer's Almanac. That's exciting stuff. The Moon Sky. Astronomy podcast. Nice astronomy articles. Um, I'm not so much into astronomy as much as I am astrology. I'm down. Man with a message. Mercury comes from the Latin word merx or mercator, which means merchant. Mercury is the name given by the ancient Romans to the Greek mythological god Hermes. Mercury is depicted as a male figure having a winged sandals and a winged hat indicating the ability to travel quickly. He was the official messenger of ancient gods and goddesses and, as such, governed communications. In 1782, Mercury became the first symbol of the United States' fledgling postal service. Today, he is recognized as an icon of an international floral delivery service, as well as the official symbol of the postal service in Greece. In astrology, all of the planet's attributes are rooted in ancient Greek and Roman mythology. In that context, Mercury is the god of travelers, literature, poetry, merchants, and thieves. He is cunning and clever and witty at a moment's notice, but he's also recognized as a trickster and thief prone to misbehavior. All right, so when Mercury's in retrograde, watch out! I will most likely, I will be traveling, and that's, and that's during Thanksgiving, so everyone's traveling during Thanksgiving, aren't they? I, I will be, hopefully. We're, we're finding that out soon. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna let it out yet. Uh, but maybe next week we'll know. So I, I don't want to get into the Kavanaugh stuff until Latoya gets here. Uh, chaos, because we are we are coming up to the midterm elections, which I hope that everybody gets out and votes please do it uh ooh this is this looks like a fun one this says Kavanaugh's little lies are catching up with him I I actually don't really know what's going on except that he's he's now on the Supreme Court I guess and I mean, we shouldn't our president talked about grabbing people by the pussy and he still got elected. So clearly we don't care about women. I mean, and I get it. 
I was at the ATM <laughs> two days ago and an older gentleman decided to just talk to me and hit on me. And I felt a little uncomfortable, but I smiled and whatever. And he was saying something about how beautiful I am or something. I'm like thinking in my head. I didn't say it out loud. I smiled and I was like, thank you. But why did he think that he, I don't want that attention. Why would he think that I would want that attention? What is he getting out of giving me the attention that I don't want? Like, I just don't even, I mean, I was being nice because he was older than me and you got to respect your elders and stuff. But he made some comment about my gray hair and then how beautiful I was. I was just like, eh, eh. Ugh, I don't wear makeup for a reason because I don't want you to talk. I mean, I just don't want the attention. I don't know. I just don't like people commenting on the way that I look. I just don't think, I mean, I don't like walk up to guys in the store and say, you have incredible bone structure. You should be a male model. Like, ew. I only do that to my friends. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no, I, I don't. I mean, who who does that? And when were we taught that you just get to, I mean, I don't know. It's not like he could compliment me on how clever I am. But just don't, why are you? I just don't even think it has to be acknowledged. People don't acknowledge when you're ugly. They don't go, God, Jesus, you're an ugly person. Why, if you think someone's pretty, that you you should remark in some way to that? I just, it's the same thing when, and maybe I'm just being weird, but when little girls when you have a baby or you have a little girl and people go, oh, she's so cute. You're so cute. Aren't you pretty? Like, how about aren't you clever or aren't you good at sports? Or I mean, like, that's what guys get. No one goes, oh, how beautiful. What a good looking boy. What a good looking boy you are. What a handsome young man. I guess they call him a handsome young man. Just, I don't know why it's so empty. And then we're, but we're supposed to like constantly think about it and, oh, Two ways Democrats can remove Kavanaugh without impeaching him. Impeachment would be a hyper-partisan spectacle, but it's not the only disciplinary option. This is from the Washington Post today. Before Supreme Court Justice Brett M. Kavanaugh was sworn in, critics were calling for his impeachment. The political polarization over allegations that he assaulted Christine Blasey Ford when they were teenagers doesn't show much sign of abating. Impeachment is a polarizing process itself, though one that many Democrats appear uneasy about pursuing if they win control of Congress in next month's elections. Without a two-thirds majority in the Senate, impeachment would be doomed to fail anyway. But... Democratic Congress and a future Democratic president could still remove Kavanaugh from the Supreme Court if they wanted without needing to impeach him. There are two other ways to kick a sitting justice off the court, neither of which requires a supermajority. In the first, a new president would nominate and then the Senate would confirm by majority vote a justice, in this case Kavanaugh, to a different post on an intermediate court of appeals, say the D.C. Circuit where Kavanaugh formerly served. The justice would, in effect be demoted. The move is admittedly unprecedented at the Supreme Court level, but it finds support in an 1803 Supreme Court case called Stewart versus Laird. The fading Federalist Party of John Adams had created 16 new federal judgeships in 1801, in part to spare Supreme Court justices from having to ride the circuit and hear regional appellate cases. Thomas Jefferson's Democratic Republicans triumphed at the polls and abolished the new positions in 1802. A litigant who had a case before one of those defenstrated judges sued. 
The Supreme Court unanimously rejected this challenge. Critically, the court was also explicitly upheld part of the Democratic Republicans' intervention that forced justices to sit as appellate judges against their will. The Stewart decision reflects Congress's broad power to structure any department, including the federal courts. Stewart also suggests that individuals have no vested right to a particular set of judicial duties. That principle was applied to Stewart to Supreme Court cases, and it is hard to see why justices can be required by statute to sit in a circuit court some of the time, but not all of the time, which would be the case if Kavanaugh were effectively demoted. However satisfying to Democrats in the short term, an exercise of the Stewart power would create a destabilizing precedent. It's easy to imagine any change in party control of Congress and the courts leading to dramatic changes in federal court personnel. That brings us to the second alternative method of relieving a justice of his or her duties. In 2006 article in the Yale Law Journal, two scholars, conservatives it happens, Sakrishna pa- Prakash and Stephen D. Smith amassed historical evidence that the framers understood the quote-unquote good behavior standard to be judiciously rather than just politically enforceable. They pointed out that judicial removal proceedings were used in English law in the 1780s and were included in the New York, South Carolina, and Massachusetts pre 1787 constitutions. Moreover, they noted, quote unquote, good behavior was included by the Continental Congress as a standard in the 1787 Northwest Ordinance for Courts in the Territories before they were separate House and Senate to conduct an impeachment. As roughly proposed in the Yale article, Congress would pass a statute authorizing a specially constituted bench of federal judges, say five randomly drawn judges, to determine whether a particular judge here, Kavanaugh, had violated the quote-unquote good behavior standard. That special bench could hold a hearing and, if convinced by the evidence, make the requisite finding to trigger exit from the bench. This approach wouldn't require a congressional supermajority. It would need a presidential signature. Uh, this, and then in quotations here, it says, Kavanaugh isn't entitled to a Supreme Court seat just as men aren't entitled to sex. We'll look at that in a second. Current federal law contains a trace of this mechanism. When a judge is convicted of a felony, whether in state or federal court, the law now states that he or she quote unquote, shall not hear or decide cases, unquote, unless a council of judges decides otherwise. To be sure, the judge keeps a salary in the interim. Boo. But the judges, judge is effectively sidelined as completely as if he or she were impeached. The creation of a new vehicle for judicial peer review seems to be the optimal option as it would create a nonpartisan, procedurally robust device for disciplining judges. Supreme Court justices right now have no real supervisors when it comes to ethics and impeachment has come to be excessively partisan. A standing body available for all cases of misconduct, not just a ticket for one ride only, would resolve that problem no matter who the appointing president. Little good has come from the Kavanaugh confirmation process, but Kavanaugh opponents have a rare chance to push for a positive institutional change as they press their immediate agenda. If the political stars align, something good for our constitutional democracy might result from their efforts. A better way to discipline errant federal judges. All right. I agree. I think, hey, 
This is another. This is another Washington Post. I mean, they're really. This is progressive stuff here. Kavanaugh isn't entitled to a Supreme Court seat, just as men aren't entitled to sex. Trump saying the judge is quote unquote born for the high court is part of the air of male entitlement embedded in this debate. Oh, there's a picture of Trump shaking his hand and oh God. Oh, it's just so evil what's happening in our world right now. Help, help, I'm being oppressed. Look at the violence inherent in the system. This is by Sally Cohn, and this is from September 24th. So it's a little old, but still, I'm, here we go. Last week, col- columnist Dennis Prager made the disgusting suggestion that Brett Kavanaugh belongs on the Supreme Court, even if Christine Blasey Ford's accusation... Uh, that Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her in high school is true. Evangelist Frank Franklin Graham called her charge not relevant. Senator Orrin Hatch, Republican of Utah, a longtime Senate Judiciary Committee member, also implied Ford's allegation was irrelevant, saying that even if what she said is true, quote, I think it would be hard for senators to not consider who the judge is today. That's the issue. Is the judge a really good man? And he is. By any measure, he is, unquote. At the Values Voters Summit on Friday, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican Kentucky, the man who more than anyone will determine whether Kavanaugh is confirmed to the high court, and he was, said, in the very near future, Judge Kavanaugh will be on the United States Supreme Court, adding of Ford's anticipated hearing. We're going to plow right through it and do our job. Then Friday night, at a campaign rally in Springfield, Missouri, President Trump called Kavanaugh a fantastic man and said he was born. You talk about central casting. He was born. They were saying it 10 years ago about him. He was born for the United States Supreme Court. He was born for it, and it's going to happen, unquote. Adding, quote, we uh, we have to fight for him, Uh, not worry about the other side. And by the way, women are more that, oh, wait, let me not do his voice. We have to fight for him, not worry about the other side. And by the way, women are for that more than anybody would understand. Oh, God. Speak for women. That's great. As if they feel Kavanaugh is owed a lifetime seat on the highest court in our nations, allegations be damned. We don't know what, if anything, happened in the early 1980s between Kavanaugh and Ford, who told the Washington Post that Kavanaugh drunkenly held her down with another teenager president, covered her mouth, and tried to take off her clothes. We don't know what, if anything, happened between him and Deborah Ramirez, who told The New Yorker that at a drunken party during their Yale undergrad days, he thrust his exposed genitals at her face in front of other classmates. I'm uncomfortable with any suggestion that we should automatically believe either Ford or Ramirez. I support them coming forward and calling I support them coming forward and calling for thorough investigations. But what we certainly know is that Kavanaugh doesn't have a right to a Supreme Court appointment any more than men have the right to do what they want with women's bodies. Yet when we talk about Kavanaugh as though not only qualified for a seat on the high court, but also that he's entitled to it, the discussion, unintentionally or not, replicates our debates about sexual assault in general. Let's take a step back. Of course, some sexual assaults are committed by psychopaths, but the fact that sexual assault is such a widespread phenomenon 
one in three women in the United States will experience it in some form of sexual violence in their lifetime, reflects the reality that sexual assault is a product of widespread social and cultural beliefs and assumptions. Once upon a time, under the backward legal concept of coverture, women were legally the property of men. During the slavery of the United States, rape of black women by white men was appallingly common and accepted. Marital rape wasn't codified on the books as a crime in all 50 states until 1993. Well, that's horrific. Wow. <laughs> Thankfully, over time, laws and norms have changed. And in some way, we've moved forward as a society, but not nearly as much as we'd like to think. It's only recently that mainstream culture started embracing the idea of affirmative consent that if a woman doesn't consent or that a woman doesn't consent to sex simply by being present or by not uttering the word no or because of what she's wearing or by being flirtatious that she gets um, that she alone gets to say whether she consents to sexual contact subject to reconsideration at any stage of an interpersonal interaction but to some Kavanaugh defenders consent almost seems irrelevant even if Kavanaugh assaulted Ford in the way she, she says, the attacks she describes could be categorized, according to Carrie Savino, chief counsel and policy director for the Ju Judicial Crisis Network, as boorishness or horseplay. Chalk it up as stupid, bad, or drunken behavior, tweeted former GOP congressman Joe Walsh, Joe Walsh. As the saying goes, it's boys being boys to get not only what they want, but what they think they deserve, which according to this logic, isn't sexual assault at all, but typically red-blooded behavior by rightfully dominant men. If someone can be brought down by accusations like this, lawyer close to the White House told Politico, then you, me, every man should certainly be worried. We can all be accused of something. <laughs> But what Ford alleges isn't horseplay. It isn't, at least, for heaven's sakes, shouldn't be typical. It's illegal. It's immoral. It's cruel. And if it were true, what Ford and Ramirez have alleged reflects a mindset that what men, what men want is all that counts. And on one level, those waving the accusations away as mere obstacles on the way to Kavanaugh's inevitable coronation reflect the same. No matter how much it appeared until last week that he was cruising toward confirmation, the process isn't over. This isn't a criminal trial. It's a Supreme Court confirmation. Both before and after these allegations surfaced, it was on Kavanaugh to demonstrate to Americans via our elected representatives that he's worthy of a lifetime tenure on the highest court in the land, not the other way around. On Monday, though, Kavanaugh wrote to the chairman ranking member of the Judiciary Committee affirming his intention to come before the committee to defend my integrity and my name and what he calls smears, which should be defending himself as an impartial hearing is something that he is entitled to do. But this description of the allegations against him as a frenzy to block this process to vote my confirmation and his characterization that they debase our public discourse is getting far too ahead of where we are. Hearing Ford's account isn't a block on the process, it's an essential part of the process. And what she and Ramirez have said doesn't debase public discourse. It's exactly the discourse we should be having. To see it Otherwise is to ratify male entitlement, the notion that what men want and what they're entitled to are the same thing. And that's 
And that is how much of our society operates. Men can keep bulldozing through life, misogyny fueling inevitability while evading accountability. But this situation is different. Kavanaugh isn't owed a lifetime position on the most powerful court just because Trump or McConnell say so, but because he's already a federal appears already a federal appeals court judge. He went to Yale Law School or is a swell carpool dad and already seems likely to be confirmed. It's not yes, yes, yes until someone says no. Just at any drunken dorm party, it's no until everyone involved affirmatively says yes. Last week, Trump complained to Fox News' Sean Hannity, I don't think I can delay it any longer. They feel they've delayed a week already. Apparently, the guy who once gleefully said he can grab him by the pussy feels entitled to have his nominee sail through. But the Senate hasn't given its consent. No matter how preordained that once seemed, the answer can still be no. But now we know that it didn't matter. He sailed right through and and uh, and, and the world's falling apart and women are meaningless in our society. Yay. Hi, LaToya. You made it. Oh, I love your public enemy shirt. That is great. Oh, thank you. Awesome. No, no, this is really great because I actually do need soap because I am dirty and I never buy soap. So you are uh, a gem. A mine makes homemade soap. Hell yeah. So Ooh, I'm so good. excited. I can actually... It smells good. I haven't washed my face in so long and now I'll wash it with beautiful pure soap. No, it's true. I got a zit and everything. It was terrible. It's, it's like I just haven't even... I just... I can't even care to, wa- to wash myself. It's terrible. And Jonathan even said he's like... I'm trying to shower like two or three times a week now. He's like, I'm really trying. I'm trying to be better. And I was like, dude, I'm not even being better. I was like, I don't care. He's like, well, you know, I'm trying to. Is it saving water or, you know, you, you, no, don't, we're have lazy. To, you don't have to wash every day. You know, we're lazy. Is that what it is? It's, it's laziness. It's that it's that I woke up this morning and I would <laughs> I rather lay on the couch and read my book before before coming here than take a shower. I, I play with my kitten. I'd rather I, uh, play with the kitten. I'm just, I'm just, I just got a visual of that. The kitten's really cute. The, oh, the cat. Yeah, he's a baby. He's oh, really cute. Oh, you got the new puss puss. Yeah, he's he's just a doll. New puss puss. He's so cute. Speaking of puss puss, I'm listening to uh, what you're reading over there. Yeah. fucking disturbing. Well, but that's the thing is that this happened before he was now. This was written before he was confirmed. And, uh, and now he's been confirmed. Although before that, I read that there are two ways that he can be in he doesn't have to be impeached um, as a Supreme Court judge. He, there's actually two other ways to go around it. So there are ways to get rid of them, to get rid of him once the uh, once ho- the hopeful changeover of the uh, Senate happens, Senate and House representatives, if everybody goes out and votes for what they believe in, even though like we're in a two-party system and it's stupid anyways. You know, back in 1846, there were like 16... Uh, different parties and you know there were the there were the anti-nebraskans i don't know what was going uh, on with nebraska but the, the, the anti-nebraskans and the copperheads and the that, the copperheads yeah the anti the know nothings that's a really funny party the reason they were called the know nothings is that it was a secret party and w- when they met together in the beginning they'd say i know nothing <laughs> So that because they were because they didn't want their party to be found out or whatever, so they became called the the no the no nothings, which I think is and very this funny. Is during Reconstruction, right? Yeah, the yeah. Seventies, yeah. or, or this is even before that. This oh, is 18, eight, 18, like forty nine and stuff. Oh, okay. Eighteen forty six. There were the the pro bank Democrats and the anti renters, which I, I honestly feel like that's what San Francisco right now. Like we're just a bunch of pro bank Democrats and anti bank and anti renters. You think? I, I man. 
all these new buildings going up? How much affordable housing is inside these new buildings? Did they even do, is there a prerequisite, is there a requisite in San Francisco that you have to have a certain amount of, I mean, I would hope there, there must be, right? Like that 20% of your enormous expensive building has to be for, you know, it's um, not, I don't want to say poor people, but people that, I mean, cause we're not poor. We're just, it, it just goes back to the, what Ed Lee said at one point, if you don't make $75,000 a year, don't come to our city. <laughs> don't come here. No, not even 70. You have to make a hundred G's in order to, uh, uh, survive here for the cost of living for the cost of living. Yeah. So not even 70 grand. It's, uh, ah, I wish I could make 70 grand. I know, year. right? Well, and that's the thing. And I've, I've, I've spoken of it uh, in the past. And it's, it's true. I had to tell. There's some lovely. We have six new shows at the station, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. saving my fucking ass. Anyways, I'm training. I'm Because it's, that's, I mean, that's how we, you know, have money here. Um, but I was telling one of the new, one of the new girls, Sima. She's a, just a lovely human being. She's 69, and she was saying, don't be like me, Pam. She's like, don't be 69 and have nothing. She's like, I have no 401k, but she still has a house. She was like, don't like, be like me and, 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 have, and have nothing when you're old. But the thing that's going on right now with me is that I can either be poor or I can be what I consider rich. But I either have to make under 16 grand a year uh-huh. or I have to make over 42. Otherwise, it's all the same. Because if I make over 16, then I lose my food stamps and my Medi-Cal. So you'll starve. And so I'll starve and not and not be able to take care of myself because I'd have to pay for my own um, insurance. So because Medi-Cal is amazing and I don't have to pay for insurance, just like last week I went and I got my hand x-rayed and that was free. How is that, by the way? It's fine. It's not broken. I'm so lucky. That's a, is that the hand you write with as well? No, no, no. It's my left yeah. hand. So it's fine. I just I just took a tumble. I took, I took a tumble in Chinatown and I fell down and it was bad news. So that See, happened. I, that's good that you have Medi-Cal because I just, I, I don't have it yet and I do need to sign up for it, which starts in November till January. Yeah. Um, and because I've been sick Yeah. and I went to SF General, redid my um, SF, you know, healthy, healthy SF. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not insurance. So, Ooh, yeah. and I don't want that $600 penalty come tax time. Absolutely. That's $600 is worth something to me. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing is that, but, but you, you have to, I mean, you have to have some kind of insurance and, but if you can't afford it, so that's the thing. If I make over, let's say that I make $24,000 a year. Let's say that I even make $32,000 a year. If I have to spend a thousand dollars a month on, and that's what insurance costs. Yeah. If I have to pay a thousand dollars a month for that, that basically doubles my whole overhead. That's like my rent plus another thousand. That's two thousand a month. That's, and then I have to pay for food too. So basically, I stay just as poor as I am. Like so, if it just is, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me to 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 do. I, I see it as like a trick when I'm supposed to work a minimum wage job at 40, 60, 80 hours a week so that I can afford to live. And like still starve and still yeah and I better work I better work and serve I better work where there's food because <laughs> otherwise I'm not going to be able to afford to eat so business it is it, for you exactly so I mean I can either be poor or I can be rich I'd rather be poor but then then my buddy Sima says well you know but you've got to save money and you've got to worry about this thing and blah 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 and I'm like it's never going to happen I rent I'm never going to buy a house 
I can't put away money for the future. How can I do? What do I? How would? How do I possibly put away money for the future? Who would want to buy a house right now anyway? I would be too afraid to be stuck at one place for years, tied down. It's almost. It seems like it's kind of like a prison. Hmm. You you're tied down to this one place to pay it off for almost the rest of your life. You can't yeah. go anywhere. Right. Or it's you're not even guaranteed that it's going to end up as yours. Right. The bank could take. And that was what happened uh, in the in the thousands when people when they had all these home loans willy nilly and people were convincing people because they were making commission off their off their loans and stuff to buy as much house as they could. Oh, don't worry. You know, and then if you lose your job, you're screwed. You lose your house. Yep. But they were giving them loans that they couldn't afford and they right. knew it. And then they got it forgiven for it. And then they got forgiven for it and people's lives were ruined. And that's the thing. And, but my buddy Sima too of Everyday Conversations on Race with, for Everyday People on Mondays from 10 to noon she said she had an accident and then she had to pay all this money and it just wiped her out and she's an old lady and she's like I'm gonna have to work forever because I'm an old lady and now I got to but wait and you know what a country is like by how they treat their old people and their children and we treat our old people like shit, like shit. Respect your elders. Respect oh, your wait, elders. We don't but do that. We don't, we don't do that. And then with the children, you know, immigrant children who aren't even immigrants, maybe their parents were, but they're United States citizens, can still be locked in cages in Texas. Sure. Or, or if you're... Uh, sure. Yeah, of course. We, of course. Children. Ask for the children. Or you were brought here as a child and the only thing you know is this country. Right. And you were promised that, you know, if you go to school, don't get into trouble, you can stay, but you're getting sent away anyway. Getting sent away. DACA. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, they're children. And we just have people, no compassion. And, uh, and the thing is, a lot of those people, especially the DACA recipients, uh, uh, um, they they pay their taxes. Yeah, they 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 help the economy. Yeah. So it, it's funny that these crazy crackers don't realize because they they're the ones that are so obsessed with money and greed. Yeah. But these people, these DACA recipients, are the ones that help with the economy that keep it afloat. Sure. And they, they don't have any kind of um, police record or anything else like that. But the most of them are either in the military or have graduated or are or in university right now. Right. And they're going to and they can be iced out, too. Yes. Now they can. Yeah. Yay. I just I'm I'm. I'm constantly astounded, and I shouldn't be. It's a. I mean, I've been having sort of a. I've been in a sort of tearful general malaise lately about my own poor me situations, but also just like the cultural norms and society that we're all participating in, which means if we're participating in it, we're part of the problem. And I get it. And I try not to be part of the problem by not having a smartphone. Hey, everybody out there. No, but I mean, smartphones are, I guess, important, but I just don't think. I think we're shaping children in the wrong way right now, and especially with the information. We just said, hey, you get a little tiny computer in your pocket that nobody's going to check or look at or see what you're watching. And we're just not monitoring. I mean, should we not monitor our children? I don't know. I just, I have a huge problem with, I think that the reason that our president is so horrible and this whole Kavanaugh stuff happened is that 12-year-olds have access to all the porn. And there's 26-year-old men, there's 26-year-old men that have had phones since they were 16 and they've had all the porn. And they treat women horribly because they don't have a context for the porn. And all they see it as a physical thing. There's no emotional connection to it at all. And it's bang, bang, bang and masturbate, masturbate. And it's what they see women as being. And maybe they only have a mom. Maybe they maybe they have a single mom because that's what our fam- that's what's going on. That's what, how people were raised now is the dad just has no responsibility because 
he doesn't give a fuck. And then the mom is there. So now they've got the Madonna whore kind of thing happening <laughs> where all women are whores except their mom is perfect and she does everything for them. And so there's this weird dichotomy and no one's explaining sex because you don't talk to your 12-year-old about sex. And they're they just learn. beating it and they're watching incest porn and they're watching and it's everything's out there and they have no context. And we all just go, eh. I'll take even a step further with that. Our, our dear 45 leader, you know, every day there's something that he likes to tweet. So he bullies people. So that's also teaching yeah. another thing, you know. If you're a man, just say what you think and it's okay. But if you're a woman and you say what you think, you're a bitch or you're a whiny, self-indulgent pity party. But if, <laughs> seriously... Like, why is that? I got chastised last night for on my Facebook being upset about my birthday. And a comedian came up to me and said, you know, like, it just makes you look bad when you do that. And I'm like, Whoa, nobody thinks our president looks... Oh, so I express my disappointment and I, and I make myself look bad and people don't have respect for me because, of, because I'm not happy and fun all the time. But our president, the man in charge, tweets his every feeling. It's like a shitter. Like, oh, he took a poop and he's like, this is important. Look at my poop. And That's, uh, <laughs> everything that comes out of his mouth is poopy yuckiness but it's okay for him to express his displeasure about everyone it's okay for him to call women fat or call them ugly or call them stupid like he did that reporter two or weeks ago or stormy daniel's horse face it is insane that we just forgive the highest leader in the land but like i'm a nobody and i've got co comedians coming up to me saying geez pam you look bad when you express your feelings on facebook like yeah i, I meant i meant to look bad i was very very sad wait a minute so when you got chastised because you just was expressing a feeling that you had about having a shitty birthday. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote, I hate birthdays. It's something about like, it was some, I was just throwing myself a pity party because I was like, nobody showed up to my birthday. I mean, it's not like you were uploading masturbation porn of yourself for the world to see. It's just somebody, did somebody do that? No, I'm just. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I guess mean, that's. People put, do shit like that all the time. I, or. Yeah committing suicide on Facebook. Oh my God, I've seen that. Yeah, see? And then they take the pictures down. It's yeah. horrifying when somebody slits their wrists, takes pictures I mean, and puts it on Facebook. There's so many slanderous things that you can post up on Facebook, but the fact that Maddie, you're just expressing a feeling, you get chastised by that. That's right. stupid. I've done that before. I mean, I'm, yeah. You know. But our our president, I just this picture of him shaking Look at Kavanaugh's his hand. And Kavanaugh is so young. I don't think that we should be appointing such young people to the Supreme Court. I think that's a mistake. I think they should be old and wizened and wise. I don't think they should be this young. I don't think they should be anywhere near my age. He's, he's 53, yeah. Yeah, he's 10 years he, old. He's, he's less than he, 10 years older than me. He is an ugly 53, I'll tell you that. That motherfucker look old. He does look old. Well, I guess it's hard to be a federal judge. I mean, no, I guess, I guess it's hard, it's hard I guess, to... I guess that's what hard, holding when you're like a rapist. When you hold women down and try to take their clothes yeah. off. I bet you guys... I mean... I just... Look, this, at, look at the president. He's such his, a douchebag. Why can't you kill evil, huh? Why well, can't evil die? The thing is, they don't think they're evil. That's the thing. I honestly think that if you sat down with 45 he would think he's doing a great job as president oh, he yeah. thinks that Kavanaugh is the right guy for the job they think that women are stupid and they should just I mean I, reading this article that, that I read about you know it wasn't outlawed to there what it didn't even exist marital rape didn't exist in all 50 states until 1993 until 1993 it wasn't illegal uh -huh. to rape your wife because marriage is blanket consent and you know 45 was accused of raping his first wife Ivanka. really yes 
1990 when they were getting divorced. Wow. She accused him of marital rape. So that's funny, after, you know, because I believe they got divorced in 1991. And then 93, you said, is when the 93 yeah, was when. Yeah. But in all 50 states. I think in some states it was still illegal, but. But, but I mean, even that, even if with that, I'm sure that it's it gets reported and no one gets convicted because that's your husband. Right. You are a civil union. Well, and honestly, I was raised with the concept that once you're married, marriage is consent. And if your husband wants sex... That's what you, 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 you You please your husband. And it's just so funny. And I I don't know why I have to be so honest on air, but this morning, Jonathan was like, you know, do you want to have sexy times? And I was like, (laughs) you know, I'm just not, I was like, I will, if you want to come, I'm totally, totally down for it. But I don't really, I don't really feel like I want to have an orgasm. I just don't feel like up to it this morning. I just, but it's like, if you want to have sex, we can totally do it. I have no problem. He's like, well, I don't want to do it. If you're not going to come, that's kind of dumb. And he was just being really sweet. No, I mean, I gave him consent because I was like, if you want to, but he was like, if you're not going to be it's like into be it for him, because in his mind, he's like, she's not enjoying this and she doesn't want this right now. So if two parties don't want well, it's it, not that I wouldn't enjoy it. I would enjoy it just fine. I mean, I'd get into it. I just wasn't like, yeah, this is something mind, I want to do right now. Yeah, but, but mine isn't like, you, you've had sex before when your mind wanders off, where it's just like, can this hurry up and get away? Well, I was married. I was with the same guy for thirteen years, and yeah, the last like, you know, five years of our marriage was like that. Four years of having sex, but I always like the thing is, I would, if he wanted sex, I would always. That's what I just thought a wife did. If your husband wants sex, you do it. Yeah, that's okay. just the way. You just that's why. And not that he ever forced me or anything. It was just like in my mind, that's what you did. Well, that's why when you get married, they they said the word obey to the wife. Right, you honor and obey. Was that did the when you got married? No, we wrote our own vows. Good. He was a really progressive guy. He was a great. My ex husband was a great guy. There's Good. nothing. There's nothing wrong with him. He's that's a really right. nice, great guy. We just didn't. We just didn't mesh. We just didn't mesh anymore. And and as my parents are fond of saying, like I'm a lot to deal with. Like <laughs> I'm a lot to deal with. We're all the I'm well the thing is it's like and I've made the joke to Jonathan which he doesn't think it's so funny and I've yelled it in front of Steve Poggi before as well like I'm 97.6% perfect but like that 3 like that 2.4% when I'm not happy I'm awful like last week with the birthday I was horrible I was crying all the time I was horrible to Jonathan and was, I'm going to apologize no, on no, air no, 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 because no, no, no. I didn't make it any better no 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 I told you right I was like I'm sorry I'm in the hospital and I felt terrible the whole time I'm like oh my god she came and I didn't and I tried to text you I'll show you the text on my phone I don't know why it didn't go through we're just going to do the messenger thing now because I didn't get it yeah I feel I had, terrible like, I, I bought a little candle with a little oh, thing for it and thank I'm you like, so much you're so sweet and then now i really felt like a super duper asshole when i found out i'm like let me apologize again no it's fine i was i should have my phone is it's the dumb phone it's my phone is dumb and some things are good about it and some things are dumb in that the only way i can text people now i can't just text them or reply to a text that they've texted me i actually have to go into my like where their name is in the address book and then press view and then press off view I have to press um, send message so I I can't like I have to be careful not to reply I have to it's so weird it's a Blackberry right it's well it's not it's it's a fake Blackberry but it's dying it's like four years old now and I have a new one but the only way to switch the card is that I have to go into AT&T and be like I have this new phone make my old phone my new phone and then I have to like 
probably input all the numbers by hand. Oh, I, do, I don't know. Oh. But I wrote them all down into a book. Okay, that's good. So. <laughs> you got to pack up. I got it. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, man. But it, it, keeping a dumb phone is becoming more and more difficult. You might have to step your game up. I a can't bit. do it. That's the thing, though. I don't think that people should be forced into paying $100 a month for their service to have a smartphone. It's like one of those things where. And maybe they give you the phone for free, but then you have to, you're paying for it all year anyway. I mean, it's. Well, and then on top of that, you, you do get addicted to your apps and stuff. And I, can't, it, I just, just don't, yeah. I can't app. But I, again, I, I am sorry. No, about no, your birthday, you, I, it's, it's, you know, hey. that, the fact that you hurt yourself and you end up. Yeah, that wasn't fun. This is a birthday to be remembered. Or not remembered at all. I was just, I was just, um, it's just one of those, I was having a super pity party and I guess women aren't allowed to have those on Facebook. The only thing Facebook's allowed for is showing how incredibly happy you are all the time so you can make everyone else feel depressed. That's what Facebook's for. No. Hey, everything in my life is perfect all the time. Lies. Look at my Facebook. Everything's great. There's pictures of me with a tiger in Cambodia. Isn't my life great? And then she gets eaten by the tiger. Yeah, it's, but it's, <laughs> I, I mean, Facebook is just evil, but I can't, and that's the whole reason I don't want one of the smartphones is I don't want to have access to that all the time because I will become addicted. And because uh, I was back in the year, back in the days on MySpace, I was addicted. I wake up in the middle of the night and have to check my lap, not my laptop, my hard, you know, computer box. And I would like sit in front of it and I'd be like, oh God, what's going on in Manchester? You know, like right. it was so stupid. I was so addicted and I just don't want to have that in my life all ding and have to look at it and be like something's happening someone else is having a better life than me and I feel like a pile of dog shit I don't want that in my back pocket all the time I don't want to be reminded how great everyone else's life is all the time because they're lying on Facebook because it's not a real place like (laughs) I don't I can't handle it I just it all it will do is further my depression and drive me into just a deep and sad depression. I will say this: at least you won't be getting text messages from our government like the. Yeah, I didn't get one. Couple, yeah, like a, a couple weeks ago. Didn't get it. And then on top of that, I was reading something on Huffington Post about how people have been stressed um, out because the news, everything that go is going on in the world yeah. is so depressing, so scary, and you know. We, if you have like a, like a smartphone or what have you, obviously you probably might have Huff, Huffington Post or some kind of news outlet. Yeah. Washington Post has a great articles. They are, I mean, they're yeah. forward thinking. Oh yeah, I get Washington Post and Daily Mail, and then everything that usually pops up. It's not happy stuff. It's like, oh no, what happened now? Or like la, last week, the Kanye West meeting. Ooh, what ooh, happened ooh. there? <gasps> tell me, tell me. Pune. I, I haven't. Been... I wanted to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's look. I gotta look it up. I have, have no idea. You have to look up. You should listen to what Kunye? this coon said. You're so funny. Kunye West. Wow. I was gonna look that up, and I was like, you, wait, you just you just coined that yourself. I, I, I can't did. look that up because you just coined. I, it. I coined it. So I'm sure most of you people have seen the minstrel show of Kunye West and the president. And Jim Brown, who is a um, ex-football player, uh, cooned it up in the White House as he basically Kunye just went on a rant, uh, talking about like um, 
stop and frisk for about a hot minute and then he talked about his Jesus and then he used some threw out some stereotypes out there about like how the Democrats and uh you know help put black people on welfare which is a lie is he a Trump supporter yes he is he's a Trump supporter girl look that shit up it's pop yes uh, I, well, I put up Kanye and it says Kanye West and Kim Kardashian criticized for meeting Ugandan dictator oh yeah this is the new one this week Kanye he West times new- talk on mental health with Charlemagne at at Charlemagne the God. the God canceled. Yeah. Oh, look up Kanye and then Trump. That was last week. He, this Negro needs to go away. Isn't he going to run? I thought he was going to run for president oh, in 2020. He's trying to run for president, twenty, I believe 2024. Kanye he, West tells Trump he was misdiagnosed with bipolar yeah, disorder. Yeah, see, that's another one. Kanye he, West meets with Trump at White House, drops Drops f bomb. Yeah, it just it's, Kanye it's a West mess. visits Trump in Oval Office White House. So That's MSN, uh, this is uh, it's, I would go to that. Yeah, that this is the. Then you know he's like bootlicking, and he he's he's talking about like how Hillary, you know, he loves Hillary, but as a man who didn't have a father figure in the house, you know, playing catch with his dad, like just all a bunch of bullshit. Um, was like Trump was kind of like his dad, his surrogate dad, and goes up and hugs this white supremacist. It like it is a minstrel show. That's insane. It's fucking. You should listen to I, some. Of it's um. It said. won't. It it won't let it. It won't let it. Um. It happen for us for whatever reason. MSN won't come up. Oh. Uh. But we can. I'm he sure met him at Trump YouTube Tower. Stuff. Wait, that one's an old one. He That's met him at Trump one. Tower. There might be this stuff on YouTube. But yeah, yeah, we'll look at. And then this week he was in Africa with his bitch ass wife. Because what is he, the new ambassador to something? Like no, why do we shit. care? Why do we care? He's just a crazy man. He one of them he's one of those dudes on the in the tenderloin that be talking to himself that has that's misdiagnosed. Oh, this so is this is a funny oh god, I I really okay, I can't even look at any present pictures of oh, him. Look at his he face. he's just the worst it's person just, that has ever to... personed. I can't even, you know? What an ugly I man. just And both of them are narcissists. No, both of them yeah, are they, mentally yeah, ill. Of course, yeah. He's uh, obviously he's misdiagnosed with with bipolar because he's got a nar- narcissist what's that the narcissistic complex? He, he he's bipolar. He's crazy. When Kanye West visited with President Donald Trump at the White House Thursday, he had a few things to say. But an impassioned, oh, dang it, I'm totally trying. They really want me to listen to commercials, and I'm just not into it. We don't want what you're selling. We don't want it. We don't want we don't what, you're, want selling. what you're selling. We don't. I want it. Siemens. It won't even, you know what? They won't even let you turn off the, the sound. When rapper Kanye West visited, blah, blah, blah. An impassioned but sometimes difficult to follow 10-minute speech, West talked about the male energy of Trump's 2016 campaign, the, U- the U.S. relationship with North Korea, and his belief that he was misdiagnosed with bipolar disorder. I tell you what, that was pretty impressive, Trump said after West finished speaking. It was from the soul, West responded. I just channeled it. The Kanye West live stream above shows the pre-lunch meeting was also attended by former U.S. football player Jim Brown and Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner. (laughs) West has been publicly supportive of Trump for several months, giving a similar speech to the audience after a performance on Saturday Night Live that was not aired. 
Here are some of the highlights from the full transcript of what Kanye West said at the meeting. We might have to we might have to bring another rap out to do this one. Oh, I mean, we shit. might have to. It might be time to I was, Here's what I said. I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I was connected with the neuropsychologist that works with the athletes in the NBA and the NFL. And he looked at my brain. It's equal on three parts. I'm going to go ahead and drop some bombs for you. 98th percentile IQ test. At a 75 percentile of all human beings counting eight numbers backwards. So I'm going to work on that one. The other one's 98%. Tesla Freud. He said I wasn't actually bipolar. I had sleep deprivation, which could cause dementia 10 to 20 years from now when I wouldn't even remember my son's name. So all this power I get and I'm taking my son to the Sox game and all that and I won't even be able to remember his name from a misdiagnosis. What I'm saying, we can empower the pharmaceuticals and make more money. That's one thing. I've never stepped into a situation where I didn't make more money. So we can empower pharmaceuticals. We can empower our factories. We can bring not only Adidas onshore, but Foxconn. They have 4,000 jobs, making people $53,000 a year. And one of the things we got to set is Ford to the high... Oh, we got it set is Ford to have the highest design, the dopest cars, the most amazing. I don't really say dope. I don't like negative words and try to flip them. We just say positive, lovely, divine, universal words. So the flyest, freshest car. So what we got to start with, I brought a gift with me right here. What we got to start here is the iPlane 1. It's a high-powered airplane. That's what our president should be flying in. <laughs> okay. That was rant one. Here we go. Kanye West on the 13th Amendment. <laughs> There's a lot of things affecting our mental health and it makes us do crazy things that puts us back into a trap door called the 13th Amendment. Did I say abolish with the hat on? Because why would you keep something around that's a trap door? If you're building a floor, the Constitution is the base of our industry, of our country, of our company. Would you build a trap door that if you mess up, that if you accidentally something happens then you fall and you end up the next unabomber you gotta remove that trapdoor out of the relationship the four gentlemen that wrote the 13th amendment and i think the way the universe works it's perfect we don't have 13 floors do we the four gentlemen that wrote the 13th amendment they didn't look like the people they were amen they were amending amening also at the point, it was illegal for blacks to read or African-Americans to read. So that meant if you actually read the amendment, you'd get locked up and turned into a slave. So I was thinking, we don't need sentences. We need pardons. We need to talk to people. What is he talking about? <laughs> the 13th Amendment is where we're like... Uh, it, it, it basically... It, the 13th it Amendment abolish abolish slavery. But also there's the point he's talking about with um, who men people who have been in prison mm. um which because you're owned by the government when you're in prison right but he needs to express that but he's not he's just rambling on well this is good kanye west on male energy i think it's bravery that helps you beat this game called life oh fuck this guy <laughs> fuck you kanye west <laughs> I think it's bravery that helps you beat this game called life. You know they tried to scare me to not wear this hat? My own friends. But this hat 
gives me a different power in a way. So you know, my dad and my mom separated, so I didn't have a lot of male energy in my home. And I'm also married to a family that, you know, not a lot of male energy going on. It was beautiful though. You know, it's something about, you know, I love Hillary, I love everyone, right? But the campaign, I'm with her, just didn't make me feel as a guy, didn't get to see my dad all the time. Like a guy that could play catch with his son. It was something about when I put this hat on, it makes me feel like Superman. You made a Superman. That's my favorite superhero. And made a Superman cape for me. Also, as a guy that looks up to you, looks up to Ralph Lauren, looks up to American industry guys, non-political, no bullshit, put the beep on it, however you want to do it, it's a five-second delay, and just gets it done. What is he saying? He's a Superman. That I, hat gives him superpowers. The Make oh. America Great Again hat. He was wearing a Make America yeah, Great Again hat? Yes. He's been sporting that shit. Oh, my God. Ugh. <laughs> Here's what he says on Trump. Let's stop worrying about the future. All we have is today. Trump is on his hero's journey right now. He might not have thought he'd have a crazy motherfucker like me. Um, are you comparing what Trump's done to the Joseph Campbell hero myth journey that that he talked about on the? Are you? Do you know how to? Do you read Kanye no, West? No, actually, he doesn't read. And here's the fuck. Either does sad. Trump. Uh, yeah, I know. But here's the the sad part. His mom, Donda West, Doctor Donda West, who uh, died, I believe, almost ten years ago. She was a professor of African studies. In Chicago State University. Really? They used to go to class with her. Huh. I don't know where... Because supporting... Because he likes money. Because if you like money, you like Trump. Because people with... He wants to... People with money... Because what is a Democrat? What is a Republican? A Republican is someone with money who wants to keep their money. What is a Democrat? A Democrat is someone who wants to take the money of Republican and... And give it to their poor people. But this is the same guy that was, you remember, on the air 10 years ago or 12 years ago after Katrina that says, George Bush doesn't like black people. (laughs) Well, either does Trump or I guess he only likes rich black people. Kanye West on his own speech. You are tasting a fine wine. It has complex notes to it. This guy... I mean, if I... maybe, Maybe if we all rocked around with as much confidence as he does... What would happen? It's. I think that's crazy town. He thinks he's better than everyone else. And maybe he's right because he's rich. Are rich people better than other people? You know what? Something bad's going to happen to this dude. I hate to say stuff like that. But he's... People, it's, it's already happening, but actually. Black, black people like him. So they, it, no, they'll follow a lot it. Of them, a lot of us have been turning... He called himself back. Jesus. He's basically comparing himself to Jesus well, Christ. his new album is called Yandi. No, 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 it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, he is. His new album How, was supposed to drop. Up. Well, and Gandhi did kind of like sexually assault women, didn't he? Or something. Yeah. I don't know. Gandhi was kind of a racist too. I heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't like black people, though. The Indians get as dark as us and darker. It's, it's true. But yeah, but they have it, well, black people have round eyes too. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's called Kanye West on Adidas. What has he done for Adidas? It's called the Yeezy effect. I went to Casper. We had a meeting in Chicago. I said, you got to bring manufacturing on shore. 
not even sure into the core. It's not about borders. The core of Adidas in Chicago is the core of middle America. And we have to make middle America strong. So I had the balls. Because I had the balls to put on this hat. This Adidas thing made me a billionaire. I could have lost $200 million walking away from that deal. But I knew it was more important for me to take the chance of walking away from that deal than to have no fathers in Chicago with no homes when we do have prison reformation it's habitation not rehabilitation because we have no abilities in the first place because we didn't have anyone to teach us except your mama was a professor it's more important (laughs) than any specific deal anything that we bring jobs into america and we provide a transition with mental health and the american education curriculum that jim has worked on and larry hoover also has the curriculum he's worked on Larry Hoover um, was, uh, he, I believe he's the creator of the Black Disciples in Chicago, which is a hardcore gang. But back in the day, Larry Hoover was the dude that basically, you know, set up boundaries. Gangs, they were out of control, but not as bad as, you know. Chicago gangs. Yeah, yeah. Not as bad. Well, no, this is in Chicago. Mm-hmm. They knew their turf. But Larry Hoover also had a lot of black brothers and sisters they got murdered because of accidentally shooting people, drive-bys, yeah. all that other stuff, putting uh, not guns and drugs into the hood. Right. So a lot of mothers and fathers lost their children. So Stray do, bullets are crazy. They can go yeah. into a house and just kill somebody. I mean, but he's reformed himself. They have him like on some really, um, he, I think he's, he's in jail for life. But I don't, I think people need to do their research a little bit more about Larry Hoover because... No, I just want to listen to Kanye whatever he says I'm going to believe. How about that? Can I just listen to Kanye? Like, I just I just believe... He said it. I believe it. It's the Yeezus effect. I believe in the Yeezus effect. He said it. He met with Trump. I'm, I'm sold. Trump's a good guy now. Make America great again. How could he make America great again, Hat? How could he do that? How could he, how could he support blatant racism? Make America great again is saying... When was America great? Oh, the 50s. When black people weren't people? Well, that was a great time. Wasn't that a great time? Wasn't it a great time when all the GIs came back from World War II and all the white ones got houses and all the black ones got bupkis? So wasn't that a great time? Wasn't that awesome when interracial couples weren't allowed to happen and, you know, black people weren't people? And I mean, hey, let's make America great again. Let's bring it back to the time when we had, you know, slavery and you got to just, you know, rape your your black lady slaves whenever you wanted because they were your property. Why not go back to that great time, dudes? Wasn't that great when you just got to fuck people indiscriminately without any recourse whatsoever because they weren't people because you owned them? We were Seriously? It's 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 insane. Make America. When was America great? I love the fact of drinking from a different water fountain. That sounds fun. That is, I mean. Or suppressing the vote. Oh, wait, what? that's right now, too. I mean, Silly. water fountains. It's, it's just so, it's so hard. Kanye. Kanye did that. He did that water to the Water fountains. Well, and, and how far can we go back? Like, we've got Kavanaugh now, so should we just repeal Roe v. Wade right now? And, and should we just say, oh, okay, great. Next. Yeah, coming next, your new baby that you didn't want. Yeah, it's um, we have so many problems, and and now we're back to racist racism and and misogyny because life is so much better for rich white people when those pesky women who think things and know how to read, and those pesky black people 
those pesky brown people. I just, you know, the thing. Don't just do what we say. I just don't like when I, you know how much I don't like coons. <laughs> and they're worse than to me, almost white supremacists, because they're, they're so dumb to realize you're being used, you're being exploited. And then the fact that now this is triggering triggering into the hip-hop culture yeah. i don't like that you're inviting white supremacy into something that we created right. and that is an art form and what it originally talked about was poverty the politics how we've been oppressed right. but you're putting the oppressor into the culture yeah Man, well he's becoming well then kanye becomes an oppressor himself but i guess if once you have that much money how else how else are you not living on the oppression of others if you're i mean that big of a radio of a recording artist like i mean his yeezys start at what 200 500 for some shoes what what people in the hood can really afford that well and i can't afford saying. i know that's that's insane i just don't like the fact that your people are inviting white supremacy into something that is our it's white supremacy yeah it doesn't mesh with no well i maybe and maybe white supremacy is actually just becoming monetary supremacy and and it doesn't necessarily matter what color you are because he's saying he's bought in right so he's one of the rich people that trump is helping he's one of the people that makes over 200 billion dollars a year or whatever i just made up a number but think of a really big number that no one deserves to have that much money who why would anybody need more than a million dollars a year what could you possibly want you want a gold yacht fuck you there's people starving literally still there's to buy your house here sf <laughs> right but uh, i mean how much money do you need how, it's, it's, it's how not, much it's just it's greed. on the backs of other people though it's, but it's, it's it's greed and it's it's i don't know it once you have it how like you said how much more do you need how much do you need I, I just don't understand drug right but what do you need what you need to have your you need to have your nails done with diamond encrusted they have to be real diamond. like what the what are you doing with that money i mean i, I understand what are you eating do you eat like the most like only pigs that have been rubbed with olive oil like through their whole body so that you can eat their like what I, I can't i'm just trying to think of like deliciously like you eat foie gras for breakfast like what is going on that you i mean i, I can't even I, mean, I can understand being wealthy enough to buy property to have enough say for your family uh to have an estate but there's also a point to where you you don't need to start exploiting people. And especially if you do own a company and if you do hire people. Don't I mean the way you make more money is sharing it. Yeah. Honestly, the way the way people the way to have a healthy economy is making sure everyone else gets a piece of the pie. God damn fuck. I know we need to find some kind of um What's it called? I have one. The, the little standy, standy thing, thing that does the thing. Hi. Hi. Um, but yeah, I it's Oh, is Melania back from her African trip? Oh yeah, she Yeah, Melaniania. Did oh, you like the picture I posted? Yeah. Did you see it with the with the lady in the back giving the grimace? God, I yeah. love that. I think that's such a yeah, funny that's picture. Dope. Like <laughs> Melania's taking a selfie of herself looking fantastic in her little white dress. I mean, no matter what happens, she looks great when she frowns. I well, I didn't like the fact that when she was in Africa she wore that fucking colonial look. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course she did. That um, that's just so insulting. Like here she's here she's wearing a really cute American flag dress. It's uh, 
fucking. Actually, it's not that cute. I don't really like that that dress on her. Mama dress. Melania Trump's plane turns around after smoke burning spell smell reported on board. Damn it! We're just smoking the weed, baby. Oh no, that that plane was gonna go down. Shit. Uh, today he had a press conference. Ooh, what uh, kind of full rhetoric is he spewing out today? Yeah, this is fun. Donald Trump asks, "Who cares about Elizabeth Warren's DNA?" Trevor Noah answers. Okay, see, this is when news become when it should be news but it ends up being news and then we all end up talking about it because there's so many other things going on behind the scenes and we're talking about Elizabeth Ward's DNA okay the bitch is has some native blood cool let's Let's see what he says President Donald Trump isn't letting a little thing like DNA get in the way of his never-ending Pocahontas taunts against Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren nor does he seem in any way inclined to break with his long-standing tradition of backing away from a debt Mm-hmm. Who cares? He asked yesterday when reporters told him Warren's DNA test results. Yes, she has a trace of Native American ancestry in her family tree. No, it won't be enough to convince Trump to make good on this $1 million pledge. As for the who cares, the Daily Show's Trevor Noah had a pretty terrific response. Watch it below. But first, a recap of the recent black back and forth between Trump and Warren. Following yesterday's impromptu press conference in which Trump gave his who cares response to Warren's just announced DNA results, Warren quickly turned the president's words into a fundraising move and tweeted a video called, this is what lying looks like. (laughs) Have some memory problems, real Donald Trump? Should we call a doctor? The tweet asks, here's something you won't forget, Mr. President. You're the least popular president in modern history and your allies will go down hard in the midterm elections. 22 days, tick-tock, tick-tock. Drop mic. Drop mic. This is what he answered to it. Pocahontas, the bad version, sometimes referred to as Elizabeth Warren, is getting slammed. She took a bogus DNA test and showed it that it may, she may be one in 1,024th, far less than the average American. Now Cherokee Nation denies her. DNA test is useless, even if they don't want her. Phony. Oh, even they don't want her. Phony. Um, Are we allowed to do this now? Okay. Isn't I, she a senator? Yeah, she is. Isn't she... He disrespects our own government. He disrespects the system that put him, that he is a part of, that puts him in power and lets him, he disrespects, what the fuck is going on? We're just mudslinging now. We're just mudslinging? Mm -hmm. We all just get to be like, I mean, this is insane to me that that we let this go. This is is impeachable behavior. This is uh, actions not befitting his post. He is the president of the motherfucking United States and he gets to act like this. He gets to act like this and we're okay with it. Hey out there, you're fucking okay with this. You're letting this happen. You're tweeting it. You're liking it. 34,000 people are talking about this. This is, we're letting this happen right now. This is our fault. This is what the kids are looking at. I can't believe this. And it keeps going. Now that her claims of being Indian heritage have turned out to be a scam and a lie, Elizabeth Warren should apologize for perpetrating this fraud against the American... Apologize. He would never do that. Against the American public. Harvard called her a person of color. Amazing con. And would and would not have taken her otherwise. <gasps> so now he's saying, now he's saying she's not smart enough to get into Harvard on her own. This guy is... By the way, she... He just not- said that he, she wasn't smart enough to get into Harvard on her own. He just called it, he just called that affirmative action. And by the way, she didn't use that. 
she's never benefited from using any of her oh, Native American ancestry. So that's a lie. I hate right him there. so much. And first of all, his ass was too dumb to get into Wharton by himself anyway. His daddy had to help him get into Wharton. And do you know, come on, man. This dude is... Mm, his run-on sentences, his run-on tweets, I should so say. So now, now this is what she responds to it. We shouldn't have to beg elected officials to disclose their financial interests. That's why I've released my tax returns from the past 10 years. My plan to end corruption now would force the real Donald Trump all and all federal candidates to release theirs too. What? Yeah. Drop mic. Yeah, so she has a she has an article. We'll read it really quickly that says what they I mean, we, we keep forgetting what a liar, a thief we have. Do you, does everybody know how many times he's he's the best he was the best uh, at the business and that he's he's committed bankruptcy six or seven times. So many times bankruptcy. Like and that money that money that he got from his daddy, he didn't make himself. He got it from his dad. I know. Wouldn't it be nice? I mean, if someone would give me uh, a, a million dollar loan, I'm sure that I could, you know. Oh, well, they found out it wasn't a million dollar loan. He, His dad set up a trust for him, a way to avoid paying taxes when uh, he was first born. Of course. So he, by the time I believe he was six, he was he had $240,000 or something like that mm. to his name. So And it kept building. The trust kept building mm. as he got older. So, yeah. Everything he got, he got from his daddy. Because he's a baby. Because he's a baby. He's a baby with small hands and a small dick. Yeah. I mean, if he gets to call women stupid, we get to call him. I mean, we get to call him out for his he tiny little penis. Venus. I mean, if we're just going to. We'll mudsling too. We'll mudsling too. When they go low, I'm going to go I'm gonna, dirty. We're going lower. We're going to go lower. We're gonna, we can't go lower though. Then yeah. he's the worst. There's no bottom. Elizabeth Warren wants the IRS to release tax returns for presidential candidates. Good. This is from a couple months ago. Senator Warren has an idea to keep political candidates honest, release their tax returns prior to being elected. As part of a sweeping legislative package, the Massachusetts Democrat dubbed the Anti-Corruption and Public Integrity Act, Warren on Tuesday proposed the Internal Revenue Service be required to release tax returns from the previous eight years for any presidential or vice presidential candidates. The IRS would also do so for each of these individuals in federal office. For congressional candidates, it would cover the previous two years before serving in office. While the broader bill focuses on corruption and lobbying at all levels, this specific stipulation seems to aim directly at President Trump, who infamously won the presidency without ever disclosing his tax returns to the American public. Because we're stupid. <laughs> to enforce some of the proposals she outlined, including the banning of individual stock ownership for elected officials, a lifetime ban on lobbying for presidents, vice presidents, members of Congress, federal judges, and cabinet secretaries, and a ban on American lobbyists from accepting foreign money. Warren wants to create a new independent enforcement agency. There are dedicated public servants that have enforced our ethics laws, and but they have less authority than the security guards at the mall, she said during a speech at the National Press Club on Tuesday morning. Build a new anti-corruption agency to make sure that all federal... All key federal officials, even powerful senators and presidents, file disclosures and get rid of conflicts. Close up the loopholes in federal open record laws. This agency can shine floodlights on government actions and empower the public and press with, with new tools to help safeguard our democracy. She continued, we can do our best to insulate the sheriff's office from partisan politics and give it the tools it needs to seriously investigate violations and punish offenders. 
While such an expansive bill, one that would reshape the way lobbying is done in the nation's capital, is not likely to pass during this administration, Warren's prescriptions may serve as guidelines for progressives eager to get money out of politics, and it could provide a framework for potential Democratic presidential candidates. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that you know why lobbyists are called lobbyists. Why? Because they used to be forced to be in the lobby. They weren't allowed to be in the actual chambers of, of Congress. And so they called them lobbyists because they had to just stay in the lobby. Oh. And so now it's so funny because lobbyists are actually in the seats. Like there are so many. They control. They control everything. Because there are so many of our senators and, and representatives have been lobbyists lobbyists prior to being in so it's a conflict of interest basically and what we've never we've never policed it and and now it's out of control well and ethics i mean what's that right integrity ethics i mean look at our look at our president does he have any integrity or ethics well i mean now i love the fact you brought those two things up because we have 22 days until midterms vote or die please vote or i'll kill you please vote um I'll come to your house and kill you. Uh, but now what's going on is voter repression. So in Georgia, mm. you have the first um, uh, black governor or female running against white supremacists. Wow. Uh, Republican. They're suppressing the vote there um, by trying to change uh, different uh, locations of voting. The the absentee ballots um, and most of those um, ballots and what they're doing is suppressing black voters, minority voters. That's in Georgia. In North Dakota, they are trying to suppress the vote with the indigenous folks there. So uh, on the reservations in uh, North Dakota, they have PO boxes. So they're trying to suppress the vote by saying they don't have a real address. You can't use PO boxes. No way. That's what they're doing. Yep, that's in North Dakota. In Texas, they're doing the same thing with the voter ID law, um, suppressing the vote with minorities there. So, and ICE is going to come in and take people away from the voting, like from polls and stuff. I can see that happening. Absolutely, I, I can. See, yeah, the world. We're going to hell in a handbasket, and we're letting it happen. And we're just, and we're like, let's go buy the new Kanye West album. <laughs> like, I mean, we're, the world, the world is falling apart, and and we're just, and we're just watching it happen, and. <laughs> I mean, okay, so check this out. This is some real shit. Uh, Hey, everybody out there. If you used to like to do cocaine, don't do it anymore. A buddy of my buddy, my my buddy, one of my buddies went to a a funeral on on Sunday. And guess what it was for? Somebody, this is a, 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 so it's a buddy. Yeah, but they were doing cocaine. It was laced with fentanyl. And they didn't know. They didn't know. This is in San Francisco. And they were at a bar, and they snorted some cocaine, oh, God. and they and it was laced with fentanyl, and they died. So people are putting fentanyl. I don't. I can't understand why anyone would add opiates to my blow. Yeah. So okay, not scary. only do we have the kids in uh, that died from the meth. They thought they were shooting meth. Lo and behold, actually fentanyl, car fentanyl. So, you know, the answer to this is we need to start having drug testing facilities like, I mean, there, there need to be safe injection sites that have drug testing because I I just, I can't imagine that it's in cocaine now. 
Not, and I don't, I don't, I don't do it anymore. But I know people that on a weekend, if it's around, and it's, I'll do some, I'll do it. I don't, I, you know, whatever. Yeah. So just you guys, and even ecstasy. They've been putting it in everything. So and X too. And God damn. I don't know anybody who's died yet from that. But I, I mean, I have, I have a, I have a tertiary relationship with a person who was, I don't know. Oh, that's terrible. Murdered by their drug dealer. I guess. I, I mean. Why would you? I mean, that that person should. Uh, that is murder. It, it 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 is murder. Yeah. I mean, because fentanyl. The the patches story about the little boy that we did. Right. Two, right. Was that two years ago? Yep. Or a year the, ago? Yeah. The little boy who stepped on the patch at the pool and died of a fentanyl overdose. It's strong fucking stuff. I can't imagine why anybody would put it in anything else. But hey, remember those days in the '90s when it was cool to do and everything was fine? Not anymore. Don't do it. Just don't even don't even risk it. It could be. I mean, I was probably going to party this week. I know it's so scary. Well, watch your friends do it first, <laughs> and then see if anybody dies. <laughs> see if they go into convulsions. See if they go into convulsions that and die. Strong. No, thank you. Oh, that's fucking scary. Well, thank you, Pam. Yeah. You kind of probably saved Sorry. my life. Yeah, well, I ruined your weekend, but... You, no. Well, no, I mean, I, I want no, you to stay alive. Is I, the thing. I, I, I don't want to party till the end. No, 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 no. <laughs> Literally till the end. Pump and Trump. Donald Trump claims he only licensed his name for a real estate project developed by others, but an investigation of a dozen Trump deals shows a deep family involvement in projects that often involve deceptive practices not surprised since donald trump's fortunes came surging back with the success of the apprentice 14 years ago his deals have often been scrutinized for the large number of his partners who have ventured to the very edges of the law and sometimes beyond those associates have included accused money launderers alleged funders of iran's revolutionary guard and a felon who slashed someone in the face with a broken margarita glass (laughs) trump and his company have typically encountered countered by saying they were merely licensing his name on these real estate projects in exchange for a fee. They weren't the developers or in any way responsible. But an eight-month investigation by ProPublica and WNYC reveals that the post-millennium Trump business model is different from what was has been previously reported. The Trumps were typically way more than mere licensors or bystanders bystanders in their often troubled deals. They were deeply involved in these projects. They helped mislead investors and buyers, and they profited handsomely from it. Patterns of deceptive practices occurred in a dozen deals across the globe as the businesses expanded into international projects and the Trumps often participated. One common pattern, visible in more than half of those transactions, was a tendency to mistake key sales numbers. In interview and press conferences, Ivanka Trump gave false sales figures for projects in Mexico's Baja, California, Panama City, Panama, Toronto, and New York's Soho neighborhood. These statements weren't just the legendary Trump hype. They misled potential buyers about the viability of the developments. Another pattern, Donald Trump repeatedly misled buyers about the amount or existence of his ownership in projects in Tampa, Florida, Panama, Baja, and elsewhere. For a Trump Tower planned in Panama, for example, Trump told a local paper in 2005 that his ownership would be less than 50%. But it's a substantial stake. I recently said I'd like to increase my stake, but when they're selling that well, they don't let you do that. In reality, Trump had no ownership stake in the project. The Trumps often made money even when projects failed, and when they tanked, the Trumps simply ignored their prior claims of close involvement, denied any responsibility, and walked away. The cycle is exemplified in Panama City, where the Trumps were involved to 
in a project to build a massive tower and complex known as the Trump Ocean Club. The project's unfortunate turn included bankruptcy, then years later, the forcible ejection of the Trump Organization from the managing the hotel. There, as elsewhere, the Trump Organization disclaimed responsibility. It emphasized that it merely licensed the Trump-named developers who handled everything from construction to marketing. The Trump Organization was not the owner, developer, or seller of the Trump Ocean Panama Project, it said in a statement last year. Because of its limited role, the company was not responsible for the financing of the project and had no involvement in the sale of units. That was false. For starters, Trump arranged financing his promised commission, 2.2 million or more, by bringing in investment bank Bear, Bear Stearns, which issued the bond that paid for the Panama Project's construction. Trump touted himself as a partner of the developer. His daughter Ivanka briefly boasted that she had personally sold 40 units. A broker on the project said he couldn't remember her selling even one. Meanwhile, Ivanka told a journalist at the time that over 90% of the Panama units had sold and at prices five times higher than as comparable buildings. Both statements untrue. (laughs) Not only were the Panama sales figures inflated, but many of the purchases turned out to be an illusion. That was no coincidence. The building's financing depended on obtaining advance commitments from buyers, often before concrete had started pouring. But in between the sales of the bonds in 2007 and 2013, the year the building went bankrupt, buyers of 458 units in the 1,000-unit building abandoned their purchase contracts. Those buyers forfeited more than $50 million in deposits, and they never took possession of finished units. Given that the buyers were often shadowy shell companies or other paper entities, it was nearly impossible to discern who was the actual purchasers were, let alone why they backed out. Trump licensed his name for an initial fee of $1 million, but that was just the beginning of the revenue streams, a lengthy and varied assortment that granted him a piece of everything from sales of apartment units to a cut of minibar sales and was notable for the myriad ways in which both successes and failure triggered payments to him." Consider the finance. Of course, he doesn't let us see his tax returns. Of course, this is yeah. Consider the fin- the final accounting in the wake of the project's bankruptcy, fifty percent default rate, and his company's expulsion from the managing the hotel. Donald Trump walked away with between thirty and fifty-five million dollars. The Trump Organization did not respond to a long list of questions about its transactions. The White House didn't have a comment. Trump licensing strategy originated in the early 2000s comeback as The Apprentice propelled him to international TV stardom and restored luster to a reputation tarnished by multiple bankruptcies. As Trump put it in one promotional video during that period, when the first season of The Apprentice finished shooting, I was able to get back to my core business, real estate, and I've made some really incredible deals. That strategy is still playing out today. The Trump Organization, which pledged not to launch new projects during the Trump presidency, is aggressively pursuing existing ones, including the Dominican Republic, Indonesia, Mm -hmm. and India. That's a beautiful building. I'll That's empty. Uh, Some the, the, the Trump Ocean Club building, uh, the tall curved one in the center. There's a picture in 2015. It's gorgeous, but it's empty. Some long ago, some long assumed beliefs about Trump 
are being reinvestigated with surprising results. This month, the New York Times published a 13,000-word examination of how Donald's father, the late Fred Trump, and his estate funneled millions of dollars Mm -hmm. to his children, impossible violation of tax rules and criminal laws, with copious documentation showing that Fred directed $413 million in today's dollars to Donald not the single loan for one million yep. with interest that Donald has always claimed. That's- Liar! <laughs> it exploded Trump's long propagated claim that he is a self-made man. Yep. Liar! Daddy! This article examines another Trump claim that his post-millennium comeback and global expansion rested on the brilliant purity of a licensing strategy that paid him millions simply for the use of his name. That it turns out, is no truer than the notion that Donald Trump is self-made. Yeah. Wow. Ain't that some shit? And people, and people... How have we not impeached him yet? I don't... How is this... Yeah, he's looking at us. How did we let him... How are we okay? We're... He is an immoral man. He is a liar. It's because the fact of the matter, the Republicans have no balls. They're taking advantage of this moment. They're, they they just, like I said, they already did this tax cuts um, again back in September for the 1% because you Trump supporters out there don't realize you're getting fucked. Yeah. You're getting, I don't understand what you can Okay, so... He's a liar. He sold himself as a self-made billionaire, but a Times investigation found that he received at least $413 million in today's dollars from his father's real estate empire. Much of it through tax dodges. That's why he won't show his tax... His taxes. Okay, I mean, even before... Even before he won, some something was rotten in Denmark. Yeah. Why isn't this man showing his taxes? Mm-hmm. Like, we... Take the racist, sexist rhetoric out. Yeah. The man, it, it, it already smells fishy. He's a liar. Yeah, and like he's dodging the questions of like his taxes, and it's 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 on record that how many times has he been bankrupt? Yeah, he, and plus he doesn't pay his people. I mean, it, it it's come on, it, everything is everything is there for you, but these people, it, it's a cult. His supporters are a cult. I guess so. Well, he's getting new members because everyone follows Kanye. And for you black people out there who are cooning, shame on you. I would like to start a racial draft. (laughs) I would like to trade in Kanye, Jim Brown, and Ben Carson for Taylor Swift. (laughs) Taylor Swift. I want the black delegation to take, I will take Taylor Swift. What about, what's the rapper who's um, white, um, and and Eminem too, but I think you're already no. But the girl, card. the girl, who's the girl? Who's a uh, Iggy Azalea's gone. Iggy Azalea. No, we don't want that. We bitch. don't. We don't want her. We okay. Cancel that bitch. Oh, look! And a one of my alarms is going off. We'll but just the ignore black it. delegation, we will trade you off. What is an impeachable offense? Can we impeach Trump? Can we impeach him for lying? The Constitution reads: the president, vice president, <laughs> can only be impeached or removed for treason bribery or other high crimes and misdemeanors oh we got all that covered <laughs> right <laughs> i mean lying to the public about the nature of secret, <coughs> secret military negli- intelligence related to a pending war is an example of something that you you and i cannot do but it is a high crime oh uh, like what's a high crime is lying a high crime well didn't we try to impeach we yes uh, you can be impeached bill for lying because they bill said clinton. it he lied bill clinton yeah clinton but but he didn't leave office 
Right. I think I can't remember how it worked, how he was able to stay in office. But the only he he had an abuse of power and he lied. So that's why they impeach. But also those same people like Lindsey Graham that wanted to impeach, um, that did impeach Clinton, are the same ones that wanted Kavanaugh in. Mm. I mean, think about that. They used Bill Clinton as a sexual abuser. Sure. Um, but he abused oh, not power. A, not a, yeah, an abuse. I mean... They, she was a willing but that's the thing is Monica Lewinsky this it, it wasn't a concept of it assault was, it she yeah, she wasn't like oh I did things I didn't want him to do she was like hell yeah right that that's the difference right? but they but the Republicans turned it around sure and said and, this is this is this is not befitting the character of a president right. which is you're like actually kind of is but, but you just put in a supposed sexual assaulter to the Supreme Court uh, these are I mean, it's the hypocrisy of it all basically what i'm what it boils down to um and then on top of that our president ugh, is a sexual assaulter yeah. he even talked about grabbing pussy on the goddamn tv yeah he did what it's more true. evidence do y'all want oh look we I, we'll, I bet it's this week. It doesn't we don't we don't want this week oh yeah we are we're almost done today look at that the look time that. just flew how does that happen we're getting old. <laughs> Time just flew by. <laughs> Actually, I just I keep by. saying things like kids these days, and it's true. I'm like kids these days. They're voting for this, but kids these days. Hey, if you're over 18, please vote. Please, 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 please. Please, they'll kill you. They'll kill you, actually. No, that's. I mean, it's literally. It's do or die. It really is. Important. This is so important. I like never thought I could ever actually believe like this is the most important election. I thought that was two, two, uh, 2016, and then 2008. But no, this is. But who do we? I mean, this. Who do we have for 2020 to run against? They're talking about Joe Biden. I don't agree with oh, that. Huh. I don't. I think Bernie should run again. Yeah. I think he. I think he should. Do you, it's time for a socialist. Fuck yeah. I think so. I think Bernie could take get some of those Trump supporters. Really. I don't. As much as I like Elizabeth or, or Warren. Is she running for president? I, they're they're trying to convince her to. I don't sure. think she should right now. I, I, if anything, I think Bernie should run again. That's. I'd, I'd vote. I'd. I'd vote for him because he. I'd vote for him, or I'd vote for a lady. I, I mean, Hillary obviously isn't going to run again, so let's not. Mm, let, we can't. Hillary. We can't have an established Democrat. I'm sorry, you are. Both parties are corrupt. The Democrats have no balls. We just basically need to get Chuck and Nancy the fuck out. They too old. Diane Feinstein. I'm not voting for you. I'm vote. I'm leaving that shit blank. She needs to go. Um, I, I can name so many Democrats right now that I want to go, but we the, we, we need, need more progressive. Yeah, we need we need, we need not Republicans. How about that? Anybody yeah. but Republicans, and and people who soft shoe and tap and tap dance for companies. I mean, if we can if we can impress upon people money out of politics. money, it's get the money out of politics, get the money out of politics. That's There's no reason. For Kanye to be in the fucking presidential office talking about his goddamn Adidas. That was a promo. What he basically got was a free commercial everywhere he about don't Adidas. He Adidas either. He doesn't own his but own he company. Makes, but he makes money off it. I know, but here's the sad thing. He couldn't start his own shoe company. He had to go off the white man and soft shoe and make them. See? 
Yeah. Mm. We, we are Kanye Kunye. Come on, man. By the way, I believe him and Kim are probably going to go get a divorce. That's just me. Well, and they so. they they both have enough money. It just doesn't even matter. I give mean, me some. right? Give how Buy about give lunch. all the people some, or even make it even crazier. Divide the money among the whole world. It doesn't just have to be America that makes all the money. Stop embarrassing us. Stop embarrassing us. You're 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 shaking hands Vote. and hugging a white supremacist, sis. It's it's true. Let's read one more terrible stuff. One more uh, terrible stuff. The president's. Oh, this is about the, the father. This is a quote about our dear father, Fred C. Trump, passed away in June 1999. Oh. Our beloved mother, Marianne Trump, passed away in August 2000. Oh. All appropriate gift and estate tax returns were filed and the required taxes were paid. Our father's estate was closed in 2001 by both the Internal Revenue Service and the New York State Tax Authorities, and our mother's estate was closed in 2004. Our family has no other comment on these matters that happened some 20 years ago, and would appreciate you respecting the privacy of our deceased parents. God rest their souls. You mean those thieves? Well, they didn't. I bet they didn't pay their. I bet they, they didn't pay the whole fifty percent. They in. didn't. Everyone they didn't. else pays estate taxes of fifty percent, but I bet they didn't because you know they did. people with money get to keep their money. They were his, he learned Boom. from his father, Fred, and the kids learned from their daddy, Donald. And the cycle will keep repeating itself. So And there are people that are living in San Francisco for under sixteen thousand dollars a year. And working really hard at it. Thank and you very pay much. Taxes. I pay my taxes. Yeah, Hell yeah. I pay because, my taxes. Because they'll get you, they'll get they'll us. Get us. Yeah, because they get. care. They care about that two thousand dollars for me. Why not get the I don't know, $200 million that he probably owes in taxes? Why not? That's a couple of Why not? highways, right? More than that. But Shit. rich people don't have to pay taxes, I guess. Just poor people. Vote. Yeah. Or they'll kill you. <laughs> well, through starvation. They certainly won't feed us because want, he wants to cut out food stamps. Oh, and Social Security. Right. Well, that's going away. We know there's none of that left. Our generation's not going to get shit. But they still want to keep the it as a tax. They want to call it Social Security, but then not. Mm. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. All right, everybody. What's going to be okay, or maybe not? <laughs> I don't know. Either way, we'll be back next week with don't, more don't sad. Don't do cocaine. Don't. Yeah. Don't do any powder without testing it first. And are there testing sites? I know there's some. There's got to be. Where. I don't know where. And be careful if you smoke weeds. Make sure that shit ain't laced with anything because I'm not scared I'm, about that. No, no, no. Not at the dispensaries. They're being really good. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're buying it, who knows? But yeah. sherm. Don't buy that shit on the court. Don't get the sherm. <laughs> Ooh. Don't ever. Smoking PCP. smoking PCP without your knowledge is scary. The more you know. Wouldn't it be terrible if they started lacing? How could they lace weed with fentanyl? Can you do that? I'm sure if there's a will, there's a way. Some sicko out there is probably thinking about it right now. Don't be getting any don't ideas. Don't be getting any ideas. We're not, we do not condone the use of, well, any opiates, really. No. Unless you broke your leg in 12 places and you need fucking morphine because you're, you know. Because you, you're, you, you're, you're in killer pain. But if, if you have a toothache, please don't take fentanyl. <laughs> like, or oxy. The more you know. Uh, thank you, Latoya. I'm really excited thank about you, making Belle. my face clean, and the coffee's really helping. I'm glad you got some soap to wash your butt. Yay! Yay! Another all to cast. Yay! And don't don't coon out. Please, you guys, don't buy anything of Kanye West. You're gonna now boycott him. No Jesus, no Adidas. Amen. Just say no. Okay, bye. Bye.
podcast. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineer Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's in duty, this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge with the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. 
but we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What could it be? It's exactly what you think it is. Flat. Black. Plastic. Vinyl. Records. Round. Played. Mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Walker. Amazing artist. Music DJ. Vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. My name is Breakfast. And I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Hey, comedy fans, don't miss Comedy Day Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams Meadow in Golden Gate Park, noon till 5. It's free. You'll see 44 or more comedians. 44 comedians, 5 hours. That's over 8.5 comedians an hour. That's silly. Ever see a half a comedian? Yes, a half wit. Not funny, but Comedy Day will be a guaranteed laugh a minute. Let's see, a laugh a minute times 5 hours. That's 300 jokes. That's a lot of jokes, folks. (laughs) 
So why are these people laughing? I don't know. Maybe because they know Comedy Day will be better than the shoelaces of Madagascar exhibit. Better than the paperweight wearers of the World Convention. Better even than the alien sheep herding contest. And speaking of herding, heard any good ones lately? Okay, not funny again, but Comedy Day will be. Don't miss punchlines like these. A frog in a blender. In your hat. To keep his pants up. Comedy Day is worth the price of a mission because it's free. Nothing to buy. No operators waiting for your call. Void. We're prohibited by law. Comedy Day. Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams Meadow in Golden Gate Park. It's free. Visit ComedyDay.org for complete details. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever 